Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, Braun Strowman has claimed that every three-letter wrestling promotion wants to sign him. Jeff Hardy teases bringing Willow, his alter ego, to WWE. We're going to talk about Tessa Blanchard again, and uh, it's really stupid. And why Pat McAfee isn't going to Saudi Arabia. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Let's talk about Braun Strowman. Adam Scher, of course, he was released by WWE several months ago as non-competitive clauses up the guy is free to do whatever the hell he wants but thus far the only post WWE match he has had has been for EC3's Bree the Narrative Project that was last week that's mm-hmm. when it came out uh, cinematic affair <laughs> lots of smoke and whistles lots of fun he has spoken to control the narrative control your narrative sorry which is like the accompanying podcast mm-hmm. uh, video show for this particular project speaking about you know transitioning out of WWE into free agency it's a very enlightening interview he's very open very honest uh, talking about how like really devastating it was for him to be let go from WWE but Braun Strowman is a man in demand it seems I've got Mm -hmm. a quote here talking about you know the offers that have come his way and I'm going to read it to you Uh, I turned down a lot of money like an astronomical amount of money to do this there are days when I'm thinking about it like holy shit Every three-letter corporation out there has made me an offer. Talk to me about what I want to do moving forward. I said, first and foremost, I have something that I want to do. One was free. The narrative, two, was just having the chance to breathe and live. So Strowman has been linked to pretty much everyone, yeah. right? Impact, AEW Impact obviously isn't a three-letter corporation, but you can see why they'd be interested in him. Um... WWE, going back to WWE, has been rumoured as well for the guy. Uh, nothing's come to fruition yet. He's only done free the narrative. You'd imagine there'll come a time when Braun's ready to, 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 to sign for another promotion because look at the guy. Why wouldn't you yes. at least try to do something with him, right? And he was awesome at his peak. Like 27, 2017, like 2018, Braun Strowman was one of the hottest things in the company. He's got a really weird uh, WrestleMania record though, hasn't he? It, he really does. He really He's does. He's successful at it, but it's just really weird matches. Nicholas Goldberg. Like... <laughs> If you compose like a list of weird WrestleMania resumes, he'd be he'd be fighting those lads from an SNL. Of course, ripping the cage open and murdering Shane McMahon. Poor Braun. But yeah, man, like it was cool to kind of get more of an insight into the guy's mind in this interview and everything else. And uh, wish him well. I think this is really exciting because, like you say, he's gone away for a bit, and now you sort of miss him. I always say this when people get injured, and I also think sometimes it's quite good for wrestlers to not immediately leap to another promotion. Yes, you. Want to strike while the iron's hot, but also I think you know having a bit of downtime to reassess and maybe adjust your character somewhat would be Absolutely. very interesting. I think you're right. I think he's probably just going to end up back in WWE. Sidge basically said.
said this the moment he got released that WWE's probably just going to wait around for a bit see where the lay of the land is yeah and bring him back for a big dramatic return because when someone's not been there even if it's been away for only six months nine months a year they make more of an impact than if they're just there because WWE has no way to just cycle people in and out they just keep using them until they burn out and then go that's your fault basically for sure but I think to be honest aside from that it's just a big play to try and get WCPW back going again (laughs) oh every three letter promotion's gone for me we'll get it and your Braun has said some pretty silly things about indie wrestling in the past and uh, rightly was criticised for them but he seems to, to me to be a guy who's grown from these things and you know learned and everything else and I want to see what he does next yeah and in the words Good of him. words of Cher himself if you want to know if they live you so it's in their kiss a bit of extra news for you there I do believe in uh, right let's move on and something. talk about Jeff Hardy and Willow there's been sort of teasers to this on TV <laughs> talked about the ego and blah blah blah, blah when he was moving brands uh, and he's been chatting to the Culture State podcast about Willow appearing in WWE and the Willow character. He said, speaking of Willow, I was just talking with the guy that makes those masks who made it back then. He's such an awesome mask maker and and, and that's now make, he's now making a new Willow mask and we're talking about the possibility of Willow entering the scene once again before my career is over. This was responded to by the host who said that would be a really exciting experience to see uh, Willow in WWE and he basically said, quote, it's gonna happen. Now, Willow is a character who's obviously never popped up yeah. in WWE, but it was really enjoyable to see it in other promotions, and it might be something that Jeff Hardy needs, because right now he just sort of hops between brands, chucks piss in Sheamus' face, <laughs> and then hangs around with the 24-7 goobers occasionally, but yeah. not fighting for a mid-card title. Yeah, man. Uh, Jeff is a guy, he's got loads of ideas, Jeff Hardy, and that's to his credit, absolutely. Willow with the umbrella and everything else. You know, it's something that's never really been to my personal taste, but I respect the creativity, I respect the imagination, and you don't poo-poo things before no. they happen. So it'd be interesting to see how this would look in WWE for sure. Um, he could certainly use a bit of a refresh. I think that's fair to say. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked like he was going to get one when he got no more words back, but it's kind of faded away a little bit for him. He was um, distracted by the whole Karrion Cross story, that all, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was like, hey, you got the music back, but you cheated to beat Karrion Cross in two minutes, <laughs> and now one of them's dressed like a gimp, and you're going to be a tree or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a really weird situation. Um, but yeah, man, like I'm all for letting wrestlers get their ideas out into the world, and uh, we will see how this comes comes off and he teased it on Raw as well didn't he yes yeah time for a change do you want to hear my prediction I think he brings Willow in goes on this amazing dominant run and then he's about to beat Roman Reigns in the top rate brokes and then he put it there you go who needs that uh, <laughs> and who needs this uh, right there's a Tessa Blanchard t-shirt out and um, I'll tell you what I'll tell you what this was certainly a choice, right? She's obviously been attached to the new W, well, the revived, sorry, WOW Woman of Wrestling project. We've covered that over the past few days. Well, they came out with a new T-shirt uh, through Pro Wrestling Tees last night, and it directly references a recent report on her status. So, in September, Cassidy Haynes, what was it? No pain, just Haynes. There yeah. we go. Uh, came through with a report, kind of rubbishing the links uh, to WWE and AEW for Tessa. There was a quote from a source in that story saying she is nuclear nobody wants near her well yesterday uh they came out with this this t-shirt have a look at this there you go uh just nuclear it's got a bomb going off uh it's 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 certainly something uh so that of course directly references that report now tessa's history 
let's just go through it again, shall we? Even before the event we're about to go into here, you know, there was talk of behind the scenes goings on and certain behaviors and everything else, but it really blew up in January 2020 when a bunch of people came forward uh, accusing her of using racist language against La Rosa Negra, who is a uh, Puerto Rican wrestler, La Rosa Negra. Uh, Alison Kay, Chelsea Green, bunch of other people coming forward, bullying, horrendous allegations, everything else. Then she was let go by Impact as the world champion, stripped of the belt in June, out of fear she would no show anniversary. She's not been particularly active in pro wrestling since then. She's wrestled one match for Warrior Wrestling, but now she's back. She's leaning into this oh. stuff rather than taking ownership of behaviors and apologizing and trying to make good. She's never apologized for this thing. She's denied it. She came out and was quite defiant about the whole situation. This situation could have been a lot easier for her. She could have made this so much easier for herself, right? If she demonstrated the growth. Well, it was also, also wasn't the catalyst for all this stuff coming out, her basically patting another female wrestler on the head and saying you should really support other me for the that female wrestlers. Ladies, support each other. Wonderful yeah. things happen. Look, we talked about this the other day when she first signed with WOW, and... Like, she's an incredibly talented wrestler. You can't get past that. Any promotion would be lucky to have her in ring. Separating, yeah. Outside the ring, like you said, a multitude of issues that you should completely apologise for mm-hmm. because of, like you say, this this isn't one person alleging something. This is a, a catalogue of accusations. I've got a list of people and, who and, came out here, yeah. And even if you decide not to apologise for it, which is certainly a choice, as you said, yeah. don't then go like, I'm nuclear, me. Yeah, don't lean into it, man. It, it, it's just like, are you trying to make things worse for yourself here? And, you know, like... When people come forward and they own their actions and they apologize and they try and make good, not everyone's going to forgive them and that's their right, particularly, you know, people who would be victims of the horrendous racist language that was allegedly used by Tessa. That's their right to go, nah, screw you. But you would at least make things a little bit better for yourself rather than going, hey, I'm going to exploit this for heat. Stupid. Hmm. Really dumb. Yeah. When I think of Tessa Blanchard... The N-word I think of is not nuclear. No. Uh, right, let's move on and talk uh, about uh, Crown Jewel. Oh, good. And Pat McAfee and the reason why he is not going to be going to the event, which goes down, what, less than two weeks from now. Thursday the yeah. 21st of October. He was talking about it on his radio show and why he will not be going to uh, Riyadh for this big show where, oh, really hope Brock Lesnar doesn't squash Roman Reigns. Uh, he said, they're heading over there. I wasn't invited. Good luck. I'm not supposed to be a part of that. I'm happy I'm not going or whatever. The show, everyone says it's insane over there. It's awesome until they get stuck there. And then I got a call Buffalo Smackdown referencing, of course, the, let's just say, previous issues they've had returning from South Saudi Arabia <laughs> in the past, although it did give us a rather good SmackDown following. It was it, one so. of the best SmackDowns in years, wasn't not, it? Not all bad news, yeah. but yes, basically he's not been invited. He's not a part of it. I think personally, completely, you know, separate from this story, I think they're worried that Pat McAfee's big mouth might get him into a little bit of trouble over there. <laughs> but yeah, also it makes sense to keep some of their people back in <laughs> the states, in case. just in case. Yeah, you know my views on these shows. I'm not going to watch it unless I'm asked to by my boss for coverage because it's my job. Uh, but 
Yeah, cool. Uh, uh, Pat McAfee's uh, always going to speak his mind. He's that guy. So I love him. We, so there we are. Yeah, join me and Phil Chambers for the live stream probably <laughs> for it. Uh, let's move on to your Twitter questions at What Culture WWE. Of course, you want to get in touch with us. Uh, first question day comes from Jake, 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 Jake. Says, Jake. Uh, if Hangman Adam Page were to defeat Kenny Omega for the title at Full Gear in November, could we see a short title reign since he will be most likely taking paternity leave when his baby is born in early 2022? Oh, is that when the baby? Was due. I thought the baby was due around about the time of All Out, hence why you took the time. Me too, off. I have no idea, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, go, I'm gonna go but do you agree regardless whether the baby's been born yeah. or not and they've just kept it a secret? Do you think uh, it is something that's going to cause him to have a short title? Right? I think he's going to drop it to the baby, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah potentially. Like, is there a need for a long Hangman Page title reign, the likes of which we've had from Kenny Omega and John Moxley and Chris Jericho? Uh, Jericho's was obviously considerably shorter than the other two. I don't know, he's a babyface, and sometimes with babyface, the chase is is more compelling than the rain itself. Um, Don't know if that's the case with Paige just yet, but there is a strong argument to be made, I think, that an MJF or someone could cruelly come in and beat him after a couple of months. Exactly, that's I mean, we talked about this yesterday. I said that this isn't going to be Hangman Page's only world title reign, so it can just be a short one, because like you say, this is more about the story. They have got... I mean, the potential, you know how good they are at their road twos. That story of him climbing the rankings on multiple occasions and just missing out and, and failing yeah. on his first time, he won a big Joker, you know, battle royal thing. It's That's the story here, not him holding the title for six months after yeah, it. Absolutely. And like you say, MJF, in my opinion, would be the perfect guy to just sort of lean, in, lean on him, bait him into it, and then take the title away from him because you've got... Cole, Punk, Danielson all weighing in the wings. I think this allows you to, to satisfy both parties in terms of fans who want to see the new, you know, talent that from ex-WWE stars. I don't want to do it like that, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Those people to get a, t- a chance at the top and also the AW homegrown, the AW originals. The pillars. Indeed. The get pillars. Them a, uh, give them a chance. Uh, there's a great article on our website which you can read about pitching the next sort of 10 AW world champions and it is a fascinating read because you can just see the lineage and it flows beautifully. Anyway, second question today comes from any Zam Harry who says, AEW has many gimmick matches of their version, like Casino Ladder Match, Casino Battle Royal, and Blood mm-hmm. and Guts. What if AEW, I really hope this is the case, Andy, what if AEW make their own WWE Cyber Sunday where any <laughs> fan can vote on any type of match and opponent? God damn, I miss Cyber Sunday. Or yeah. Taboo Tuesday. It was always a fun little thing, wasn't it? Whether or not the polls were worked or legitimate, it was, uh, it was a fun time. It, my favorite is when they stopped, like, just fake it basically and then they were like who do you want to or how do you want to see these two have a fight do you want to see them fight in custard do you want to see them fight in <laughs> reptiles reptiles or do you want to see them fight on fire it's like well they'll go with the fire one won't they yeah exactly exactly maybe this would be a real fun choice for those uh, Saturday night specials that we're going to get I love that idea and, and you know you could have uh, maybe a challenger for the TNT Championship rather than the World yeah. Championship that you haven't seen, you know, or something like yeah. that. Just, just matches or match types. Look, I think this is really underutilized. I get it that it's hard to then plan ahead for this sort of thing, but you could do it as a fun one-off, couldn't you? Exactly. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, absolutely. Great and if you want to gimmick it, you could do TNT title challengers: Marco Stunt, Looper, or Ricky Starks. Yeah, gimmick it. Exactly. Right. Final question today comes from Matt Ryan, aka Aussie Dead, who says. Uh, which wrestlers would you like to see star in a horror movie or TV series that aren't necessarily a spooky character? I picked this because I know I knew where he's a huge fan of spookiness around I'm this a, time. I'm a, I'm, they call me Spooky Dog. So. 
There you go. Um, who would you want to see in a spoopy film? <laughs> who would I want to see go spoop de loop? Uh, Ricky Starks. <laughs> I just want to see that guy on cinema. He's just beautiful. He seduces the killer. Yeah, there you go. He, he, you see that picture of him I tweeted of him lying in the ring with a belt. Oh, absolute priest. Guy belongs in a museum, and if it's a horror museum, so be it. Ricky Starks shags Penny Farthing or whatever he's called in it. Oh, that's that's the character from IT, isn't it? Oh uh, yeah, IT. The, what, I, the, the IT crowd. What's the called. guy with the hockey mask? Jim? Uh, Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. And uh, Nightmare. Nightmare. Don't on... forget the Don't forget the doll. Don't forget the little ginger doll. Charlie. Charlie. A nightmare. Oh, this is going to be Hurricane so Helm Street. <laughs> it's going to be so many comments. We hate horror movies, don't we? I love I love The Exorcist. It's a great one. <laughs> that's what he could be. <laughs> Um, oh. I, there's no point we can try and even top that now, but I'd say Tony D'Angelo because you can just see this, see this uh, Freddy Krueger guy, kind of guy, and be like, "Hey, you schmuck! What's that? You got you got goddamn nice with fingers, huh? Yeah, you wise guy." <laughs> and then he makes uh, makes Freddy Krueger sleep with fishes. He didn't see nothing. Okay, giant Babadook. <laughs> Let's move go. on to today's and finally, and just something lovely that I know you shared on Twitter last night uh, from Amanda Huber. Uh, she tweeted about negative one, saying, "Look." I occasionally see comments online how I should just let Brody, Brody Lee Jr., be a kid and not force him around wrestling. When I say everything, wrestling is everything to him, it is. He told me he spent his free time in school drawing gear for when he's older. Today he brought them home. It says, awesome Star-Lord gear for Brody. Go and check this tweet out as well, because in the replies, there's some of the drawings, and I just love... This kid's awesome. This kid rules. It's, like... uh, it's just really, really nice to yeah. see, and uh, if you don't enjoy this, chances are I don't really care if you as a person <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Love, love the Huber family. Yeah. Like, it was really life affirming to watch Amanda and Brody Jr. coming out on Dynamite the other week and everything else. Um, you're always going to get trolls and bad yes. faith actors who are like, ah, oh, they're exploiting. The Shut up! You're you've never been so wrong. I've never seen such a wrong take in all your life. Yeah. Uh, I love this stuff. Yeah, I, it's, I've never really seen a wrestling promotion turn such a tragedy into such a heartwarming thing on a regular occasion. They've done everything they can, haven't yeah. they? And they've supported the family. Brody Junior's a hoot. It's great stuff. Yeah, really, really stuff. nice that. Go and show them some love on Twitter. Uh, and let us know your thoughts and uh, everything you you think about what we've discussed today in the comments section. Fight off for the below. Tessa Blanchard discourse. I'm oh, sure oh. that's going to be measured. Yep. Uh, let us know in the comments. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. We've got the SmackDown preview, the Rampage preview, and WrestleCulture with a hashtag Bloody Good Quiz coming your way later on today. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at what culture WWE watch that you can follow both of us you can follow Andy Murray at at Andy H Murray the H stands for <laughs> you can follow me at Adam Wilbur <laughs> follow us all at what culture WWE but for now my thanks to Andy Murray thank you for joining us and we will see you soon that one's for the five people from Aberdeen who watch these videos <laughs> ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.